Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Mic test, one, two, three. 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 Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we have another mic test. One, two, three. Mic test, one, two, three. We have another mic test. One, two, three. Mic test, one, two, three.
Hey, Jay? Yes, Kevin? Hey, how's it going, buddy? Pretty good, man. How's it going? Going great. Going great. I'm Mr. Mom in it today, so you may hear a three-year-old and a one-year-old in the background. Oh, it's fine, man. I have <laughs> I have four kids. I know how it is. <laughs> well, I'm glad to, glad to have you on here today and looking forward to seeing fans' reaction to the new record. I've got a chance to listen to it. It's awesome, as as usual. Oh man, thank you. Glad you liked it. Yeah. So what what I'm going to do is obviously we're going to talk about Long Live the Rebels and this interview. Even though we're recording it today, it's going to be played back on the radio station One Jam Nation Radio um, the day after it's released. So if I refer to it as the album release yesterday, um, it's because the interview will actually be airing uh, on the 15th. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. You said you're it's going to air on the 15th. Yeah, the interview itself is going to air on the fifteenth, but we'll have uh, we're going to have reviews and everything, and posting a bunch of stuff prior to that. But the actual interview that we're doing today will air on the fifteenth. Okay, awesome. <clears throat> yeah, so Very I cool. always warn people that way. If I say the album released yesterday, and you're like, "Whoa, wait a second, it doesn't release yet." <laughs> right, 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 right. Got it. Got it. Awesome. And I don't know if you remember me, but I was at uh, the last. City Rock Fest tour uh, in Odessa, Florida. Um, okay. I've we've we've I've seen you on tour several times. Um, I don't know if you remember the video that got posted. The uh, was a Big Bad Wolf live, the very last song you guys did, but that was me that actually recorded that video. Okay, very cool. I'm sure I would recognize your face. I'm I've got a fantastic memory with faces and a <clears throat> absolutely horrid memory with names with names yeah <laughs> yeah 
Well, this, I've seen this, you. I've seen you quite a few times since '05. Uh, Got a chance to uh, first see you guys in '05 when you released the self-titled album. In fact, I still have a pre-release copy that uh, has "Rise Up" printed on it. So it's kind of a. Well, I'm in front. I'm in front of my computer. How I see? How can I see your face? What do I type in here? What's your uh, Facebook? Uh, yeah, if you just go to Facebook, it's just um, Facebook forward slash uh, J. Heilman. That's my profile. I don't know if I'm J. Friends with you on Facebook. J. H. E. I. L. M. A. N. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure if I may have sent you a friend request <laughs> in the past, but you may be at the oh, I don't have at the a limit. Facebook page. I don't. I don't have a Facebook page at all. Oh, okay. I have stayed away. <laughs> I know it's. Uh, I'm. I'm like one of the only people in the universe, but I've stayed away. I've got a Twitter and an Instagram. Yeah, at, uh, probably, we follow you. Yeah, you guys actually follow us on on Twitter, the Disciple account. So. All right. All right so if I can find it on this other <laughs> computer real quick before we get going. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Oh, There you are. Three kids? No, four kids. Four kids, yep. Well, how old's your oldest one? Uh, she's seventeen. She's just started her senior year, so I I feel old, and uh, she reminds me of that oh. every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very nice. And you got little ones. How how young is the little? Uh, seven. My two boys are seven. My middle daughter's uh, almost ten, and Mariah, my oldest. At 17, so I've got a, about a 10 year, almost 10 years exactly to the day, uh, minus two days uh, from the oldest to the youngest. Wow. Yeah. So, and that uh, my oldest was she was born the a week and a half before I graduated high school. So it's always a reminder that however old she is, that's how long I've been out of high school. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So. Um, <clears throat> I ran the site Christian Music Review for a long time. Um, yeah, absolutely. That's that's a site that I did for a while, and uh, I've interviewed you before here on Kingdom Builder. So I think this is probably the third time I've interviewed you on here. I interviewed you guys in 05 with a crappy tape recorder on the tour bus. Um, it, was oh a show in Tampa, it was a show in Tampa at a really, really tiny church. Um, like I think maybe we could fit 20 kids in there. But it was packed when you guys played. <laughs> but all twenty kids showed up. There you go. Yeah, that's I all think that matters. All twenty kids in the youth group plus me, so <laughs> twenty-one. All right. Well, um, obviously, I'm sure uh, that was a fun interview with the original guys back in 2005. I'd probably yeah, love to hear that one. Yeah, it was. Uh, I wish I still had it. I wish I still had the recording, but um, I can't find. I know it was you, Brad, Tim, and Joey yeah. was the bass player. So. It was yeah. uh, it was fun, and that was my first kind of taste of Disciple. I had heard uh, a couple tracks from the previous album, but and of course, Big Bad Wolf was kind of the first song I heard. So, yeah. So um, we're going to be going back in this interview. We're going to be talking about like the beginning of Disciple, like what was I thinking? Uh, obviously, the new record, the new single, God is with us. That's going to be hitting radio here soon, and. Song "Empty Grave" is actually one of my favorites off the record. Thank and I'm you. I'm gonna ask you who you're singing with on that song because I noticed a female voice in the background. I wasn't sure who that was. 
That's right. <clears throat> so if you are ready, we'll go ahead and uh, start the interview. I'm ready. <clears throat> Actually, hold on one second. Let me make sure my daughter understands to not interrupt me. Hold on one second. <laughs> no problem. Here's Sweetie. Hey, I'm getting ready to be on the phone, so I need you to not interrupt me, okay? Can you do that? <coughs> you not ask me to, what do you do? What do you need? <laughs> okay, I think they're down here, right? <coughs> I remember them at that age. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, these are the only ones I can help you find right now, honey. Uh, the other ones I don't know. So just just play with these. I don't know where the little ones are. Here, just play with these. Okay? <clears throat> hey, I'm on the phone, okay? Okay? So don't interrupt me on the phone, okay? Yeah. All right. Now ready. How, how, old is, how old is that one? Three. Three, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've, three and I've one. Had three and one today, and the uh, my eight year old oh, wow. is here right now. All right. Well, I'm ready to go when you are. Let me bring my screen back up here. <clears throat> All right. My guest for today is one I always enjoy catching up with. He's been here with us on Kingdom Builder before, and I'd like to welcome him back from the band Disciple. Please welcome Kevin Young. Kevin. Welcome back to Kingdom Builder. How are you doing today, man? Doing great, man. Thanks for having me again. Well, lots of stuff going down in the world of Disciple, and some may not realize this, but you guys have been a band for a good while now, more than 20 years, releasing your first record in 1995 called What Was I Thinking? Did you imagine that you would still be recording and touring in 2016? Oh, man. I mean, if you would have probably asked me, uh, way back then, I, I'm probably was naive enough to, to, to said yes. <laughs> but now that I'm here, yeah, yeah, it's it's like I absolutely can't believe it. So it's uh it's been a long time, man. It, and you know we've we've been around. There were a lot of a lot of awesome bands around 20 years ago, and a lot have started and come and gone since then. So we've we've been around a while. Well, you know, when you think about it, your your record came out in 95. There was another band who released their debut record, who's still touring, a band called Third Day. Uh, you might have heard of them. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's yeah. actually cool. You guys have actually been uh, you guys have been around the same amount of time from actually not too far from each other. You guys are from Knoxville, and Third Day is from Atlanta. So you guys uh, didn't start out uh, too far from each other. No, not at all, yeah. We love well, it's kind yeah. of well, it's kind of funny that your first record was called "What Was I Thinking." Have you ever thought back over the past twenty years and asked yourself that question? <laughs> uh, weekly, probably, borderline daily, but at least weekly for sure. Well, I last talked with you a few years ago, and you guys were just releasing a record called "Attack." And just yesterday, you released your newest record, your thirteenth, called "Long Live the Rebels." Can you tell us a little bit about the new record, and is there a story that kind of goes along with recording this one? Uh, man, the new record is so much fun to make. You know, we, we've been working on it for a long time, and kind of the way that we have done records, 
the past 10 years is, you know, we'll write about 30 to 40 songs. And then just, um, you know, our mentality is may the best song win, you know. And if we were to only write about 11 or 12 songs, then there would probably be about two or three that we thought were really great. And then, you know, eight or nine that we thought were just kind of whatever. But whenever you write about 30 or 40, you kind of are able to see which ones rise to the top and hopefully the ones, the, the 10, 11, 12 ones that rise to the top will be better than just whatever. And um, so in that kind of process, there's not really, you know, it doesn't really lend itself to stories and themes, you know, which make for a great interview, but it's really more about, you know, we just wrote a lot of songs and we tried to, we tried to, you know, handpick the best ones. And uh, they're, they're really special, you know, um, the, the songs that rose to the top, you know, I, I have a lot of favorites on the album. It was just because it was, it was just so much, so much fun this time around. Uh, this is the second album that the, the new guys in the band have, have really been a part of with the writing. And, um, you know, they were just knocking it out of the park left and right. And so a lot of the songs sound different and sound fresh and sound new. And that's just because they're just kind of getting in their groove of, you know, being a disciple and writing. And so it was a, a lot of fun. Well, you know, thinking back to um, the early days and stuff, you had you had Brad Noah, who was with the band for a very long time. And when he left, uh, a lot of people were probably like, you know, guitar-wise, how's Disciple going to sound? And you guys actually pulled it off. And these new guys, uh, which which you guys refer to as Disciple 3.0, is, right. is actually a, a very good band. I've seen you guys live a couple times. I saw you on City Rock Fest in 2015 and 2016. And uh, you guys, you guys sound better than ever. And you know, one thing I really like about Disciples' music is your focus is the message of the music first. The music is awesome; it's it's a vehicle that carries that message. But you personally, when you write songs, I've noticed you've always, you know, gone directly to the scriptures and been able to take those stories and turn them into songs. And even in your uh, CDs, the physical copies, you actually have the scriptures referenced. And, you know, you have a you have a new single that's about the hit radio. It's called God is With Us. And this is, you know, based on scriptures as well. It's a very worshipful tune. And I'm sure it's going to connect, uh, you know, very well with the audience. What is the message behind this particular song? Well, uh, Josiah, one of our guitar players, actually came up with the idea for the song. And um, it comes from Isaiah... I think it's chapter 8, 14. I, I'd have to look it up to, to remember exactly the chapter and verse. I think it's like Isaiah chapter 8, verse 14, somewhere in there. Uh, but what was happening was at this particular time, the enemies of Israel were, uh, I think, Assyria, and they were conquering and plundering all the nations around them. And so Judah was terrified, and God begins to speak to Isaiah and says, you know, I have some words for you to speak to the kingdom of Assyria. That, you know, I know you're attacking and you're plundering and you're having your way with all these other nations. But uh, when it comes to Judah, you can gather your councils of war together and you can make your plans and you can speak your threats and say your words, but your words will not stand. Because, you know, and then you can, you know, say that, that God is with us. Tell Isaiah to tell them that God is with us. And, you know, for us today, you know, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but we do have an enemy that wants to destroy our families and destroy our marriages and, um, you know, 
stain our ministries and ruin our lives. And with that, you know, we're able to say the same thing that, you know, hey, the, our enemy has a plan. Our enemy wants to uh, to ruin our lives. And he can, he can call his counsels of war together and he can speak his threats and he can say all that, that he wants. But his words will not stand against us for our God is with us. And so uh, it's a it's a really special song as well. Well, like you mentioned, uh, you know, you, when you guys go and write the songs, you have many, many to pick from, and, you know, you have many favorites off the record. And my personal favorite, um, I love the song Empty Grave, and I noticed that there's a female voice that's singing in the background. Who's that singing with you on that track? That is Joyce Martin Sanders from uh, The Martins. And, uh, she, you know, a Southern Gospel group that's been around quite a long time and uh, just been big fans of theirs for a really long time and actually was fortunate enough to get to meet her and get to know her a little bit. My wife and I uh, met all, all the Martins through through an event a few years ago, four or five years ago, and I've uh, been able to just keep in touch with them. And when we were writing the song, or we wrote it a long time ago, actually, years ago, and uh, it's just now making its way onto a record. And we, uh, as we were doing it, we were, I just had this thought as we were in the studio, just one of those just random spur-of-the-moment thoughts. Like, you know what? It would be really cool to have a female voice on this, just kind of really bring in a, a church vibe to the song. And, um, you know, let's just let's, let's, let's make some calls and see, see who's available. And, of course, she was one of the first ones that I thought of, but, I, you know, you never know if they're going to say yes or, or not. And she was just like, absolutely, I'm in, I'll, I'll do it. And we were we were floored. We were blown away to, to have gotten such an amazing voice, such an amazing talent, you know, that's uh, been around so long. And, and, and she, did a, she did a fantastic job. Well, that's amazing. And I'm familiar with the Martins. My wife is a huge Southern Gospel fan and uh, the Martins have been around for quite a while. I've, in fact, one of my favorite songs they did is called Out of His Great Love, which was a song from, I believe, back in the 90s. But um, that's it's actually cool. I didn't, I didn't realize that because that's, uh, you know, that's, it would seem like an unusual pairing to have somebody from Southern Gospel come in and sing on a disciple record. But the message of the song is just is great. It's, you know, a great reminder that, you know, Christ has risen from the grave. Uh, he's, he's not there anymore. He's risen. And, you know, it's just a, a great reminder, and I love that track. And, you know, I love the whole album as a whole. It's, it's, it, it was really hard kind of picking a favorite song, and I'm sure it's the same with you guys and trying to figure out, okay, well, what songs are our favorite because, you know, all of them are good songs. <laughs> yeah. Well, my favorite theme about about the song is, you know, obviously that Christ is risen, but that that's what he wants to do in our lives. And, um, you know, when we think about Christ dying on the cross and his resurrection – for some reason, for most of us, it does, we don't really relate to it, and it's actually the most relatable thing uh, in Christianity of what God wants to do in our lives. You know, because the, the picture of the cross is Jesus dying, you know, uh, for the sins of the world, and that's exactly what He wants us to do to our old life. He wants our old life to to die and be buried, and just as He was resurrected three days later, God wants to resurrect us to new life as His child and as you know. As, as his sons and daughters. And it's actually a picture of what baptism is, is when we're baptized. You know, we go down and our old life is dead and we rise uh, to new life. And so that's what the, the song is saying. It's just like Jesus, you know, left an empty grave. Like he did that in my life. It's like at the, I go to the cross and my, where my old life can die and he resurrects me, 
you know, leaving an empty grave. That's the same thing that God did in, with Jesus that he's, he's doing in my life. So that's well, it, one, of the cool, one of the cool things we got, to, we got to say, you know, in a song. And it's cool whenever you get, you know, you can say something that's, that's really re- a really neat idea, but it's, it's great when you actually are able to, to make it work in a song. Well, I mean, I just, the, the album has a great message to it, like, you know, the other records you guys have done. And that's one thing that's really drawn me to the band is the fact that you guys, you guys put that message out there and it's, you know, it's not just, you know, you're quoting scripture or basing a song of scripture. You're actually, you know, hoping and praying that these songs resonate with the listeners. And for me personally, you know, I've, there's quite a few songs that you've written that have really kind of, you know, touched on things that I'm going through personally. And, you know, it's, it, it's a good thing to be reminded through song uh, of, you know, the fact that God is here for us. He's not going to forsake us, not going to leave us. So, you know, thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Disciple, for everything you guys do with your music. Well, thanks, man. Well, just what you were saying there, um, you know, I, I feel like has been one of our uh, – best methods in, in songwriting a lot of people ask you know what how do you go about writing your songs and i'd say that 80 to 90 percent of how we do it is is we really write from our experience and kind of what we're going through and what i've discovered is that if i write about what i'm going through that the majority of the people out there have gone through the same thing and i hear what you just said you know quite often uh that you know that some of the songs you know kind of relate to what you're going through and i feel like that instead of just just writing about some story or writing about whatever I thought might be a good idea that actually writing about what I'm going through and an experience of mine is actually extremely beneficial because there's a great chance that thousands of thousands of people have gone through the exact same thing. And so uh, we did, we absolutely hear that a lot. And I think that's kind of, that's kind of why. Well, and you guys, uh, you know, aside from recording the new record, um, if, if, if people listening in right now have not got a chance to see you guys in concert, they're really missing out. And, you know, you guys keep super busy on the road. You've been a part of the city rock fest tour with seventh day slumber for several years now. And you guys just announced the 2017 tour, which you guys will be on again. And right. you're currently on the 10th anniversary end of silence tour with red spoken and random hero. Now you guys right. always seem to be either on tour or recording uh, with this, with the current tour you're on, what's it like touring with Red? Man, we've been friends with Red for a long time since since in the in, uh, end of Silence came out the first time. <laughs> so uh, we were actually on tour with them, you know, back then when it came out the the very first time. And um, you know, they're just great friends of ours, man. And we we've we've been able, you know, like we said at the beginning of the interview, we've been able to see bands come and go. And we were there when when those bands that band started, and and I'm so glad they're still around and making music. They're just incredible. Uh, Mike is, is an incredible singer. He he inspires me uh, nightly, you know, watching him and just being around him. And and they just you know have song after song, just great songs. So you know we're we're really proud of them and and happy to be on tour with them. It's hard to believe that record's 10 years old now. I remember when it first came out, and it came out on a weird release date. It came out on June 6, 06, 666, and a couple of the records came out that day. The Cypher Downs debut album, <clears throat> End of Grey, came out that day, and uh, Day wow. of Fire, which is which is no longer touring, Day of Fire's uh, Cut and Move album came out that day. So that was a good day for Christian rock music, but it's hard to believe it's 10 years ago. Wow. 
That is insane. I did not realize that. <laughs> I'll have to remind them of that, which they probably already know it, but I'll have to remind them of that uh, when we get back yeah, I, there. I actually talked with uh, Randy one time, and I was telling him, you know, uh, you know that record released on June 6, 06, and he's like, yeah, I don't think that went too well <laughs> with a lot of people. But I'm like, you know what? It was a good day for Christian music. You guys were on a day that, you know, people were talking about Satan and Mark of the Beast and all that kind of stuff. You guys are here, you know, releasing an album that's full of hope and honesty and, you know, a great message. So, you know, you kind of kind of put that, you know, superstitious stuff aside. But, you know, it's, it's good to see you guys are on this tour. I actually have one of my writers, Abby Borowski, is going to be at your Cleveland show on October 21st. And uh, she's looking forward to seeing you guys in red and uh, Random Hero and Spoken, too. Well, I haven't asked an artist this in a while, but you guys are 20-plus years in on your journey as a group. And when the days of Disciple as a band have come and gone, and you and if you personally were able to paint a picture of the legacy you would want to leave behind as a band, what would you want people to remember and associate Disciple with the most? Wow. You know, um, like you said, that we were message first, and I think that that, um, that is something that has been here for uh, thousands of years, and it's going to be you know here until until Jesus comes back, and um, people are going to forget my name and forget our band, but hopefully the legacy that we have is, is lives being changed, and that that's not going to happen through a song. That's going to happen through the message, and um, you know I'm I'm hoping. As cliche as it might, may sound, but I think that's just why, uh, you know, guys and girls who are ministers, you know, they have big vision because we serve a big God. And, and that's, that's you know, what I'm hoping is that that there will be a legacy of lives changed, you know, hundreds and, and, you know, hundreds of years and thousands of years later, if if Jesus doesn't come back, you know, before then, of people's lives still being affected because of you know, something that, that we said. Well, Kevin, you guys, like I said, if you, if you haven't seen Disciple in concert, it's, it's, it's an experience. And, you know, that's, that's one thing about your shows that I really enjoy is that you get down on a personal level with the audience. You oftentimes speak to the audience between a song and give them the full presentation of the gospel. And that's, that's what I really like about you guys is that there's there's not a lot of bands in Christian music that really take the time to do that. And I know that that can mean the difference of eternity for somebody who's attending your show. So, you know, thank you for taking that time to, you know, put the concert down for a moment and speak about the gospel of Christ. I mean, that's that's amazing. And, you know, I, I know that the Lord's going to bless you guys uh, for yeah. doing that at your shows. Well, it's our pleasure, man. It's our, it's an honor, you know. And and like I said earlier, it's it's one of those things. It's actually easiest for to, easy for us to do because, you know, a lot of people have heard the message of Jesus a lot and kind of know a lot about it, but they don't really understand how it's relatable to them. And when you understand, like this has direct impact on your life, this act that Jesus did, it has direct impact, direct consequences on your life, and you kind of connect the dots and say. You know this. You know this was for you. This was about you. Uh, this was God's, uh, you know, act of love on behalf of you. And this is, you know, the purpose of it and how it, how it can change your life. When you kind of put it in those perspective and make it relatable, I mean, it's kind of hard to um, 
to uh, turn away from it at that point when you realize, hey, man, there's somebody out there that loves me this much that wants to, to change my life to basically everything that made me dirty, everything that has made me less than average, everything that, that you know, was supposed to bring me down. You know, God gave me a promise in sending his son Jesus, and what he did for me on the cross can take all of that away. But the fact that he lives again, the fact that he was resurrected means that my old life can can be washed away, can die, and there's this new thing that can happen, this new birth. I can be born again. Instead of just terms of born again where it's just it's just a term that doesn't mean anything. It's like, no, actually that's what, you know, God wants to do in your life. Like basically start something brand new. And, you know, that's the message of hope that, uh, for the world today is you know, a lot of people, you know, they're looking to start over, and they don't know how to start over. And God has had that message, you know, in place for quite a while now. And, uh, you know, somebody's listening today, and they, they're looking to start over. You know, that's, that's God's message to them today is that, you know, you can turn to him, and he can take your sins and remove them as far as the east is from the west and start over. And... Um, and start over in a different way, because his his way is his way brings life and peace and truth, and it's it's different than the world's way. The world's way is like you know be first and work hard, and and God's way is like hey, you want life, then you got to learn how to love. Do you want peace? You got to learn how to love. You want joy? You got to learn how to love, because all is connected to love. Everything. Well, love is the thing that'll change the world. Love is the thing that will will make the world a better place. But love is also the thing that God will teach us to do that will change our life. Amen. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. We greatly appreciate it. And we wish you guys the best on this new record. Thank you so much, man. We're, we're so excited about it. And, and I'm, I'm glad you like it. I'm, I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping our fans like it as well. Well, Long Live the Rebels is available now. You can get it on iTunes and where digital music is sold, as well as from the website and even uh, hard copies on the upcoming tours. Be sure to check out their website at www.discipleRocks.com and follow them on social media as well. On behalf of Kevin Young and Disciple, this is Jay Heilman reminding you to put Christ first in your lives and everything else will fall into place. God bless you. All right, that's where we'll end the actual interview. And uh, again, I, I appreciate you joining us today. I was Hoping Lori could fit us into your schedule because, you know, as soon as I got the record, I'm like, man, this record's awesome. I said, I need to talk to Kevin about it. And uh, (laughs) I I really hope that people enjoy the interview when they when they get a chance to listen to it. I'm so glad you like it, man. We we worked really hard on it. So it it, it's the best uh, the best feeling when somebody says they like it. So it means everything. I appreciate it. Yeah. And I remember. the last show for uh, City Rock Fest, I actually, I'm actually the one that suggested you guys play uh, Big Bad Wolf because I had been bugging you at the previous two shows. I'm like, you guys got to play that song, got to play that song. And uh, you were talking, I think you you guys were actually getting ready to start recording, I I believe the following week uh, when City Rock Fest ended. I think you guys were going to the studio to start recording that. So I'm I'm glad to hear the the finished project. Well, I'm going to, I don't know what the best way is to do this. Um, one Jam Nation Radio is an online radio station that Kingdom Builder is a part of now. We partner with them. Our show plays every Saturday at 1 o'clock. It's an hour-long show, and it features a, a bunch of music. We actually featured Seventh Day Slumber uh, last week with the song Hunger Strike, which we sang on. And um, we're going to be featuring this interview on the 15th. So what I wanted to do is what would be the best way to get you 
a liner that maybe you can do, uh, I don't know if you have an iPhone, but something where you can kind of get a good clear recording that way we can put on the radio. Would it be yeah, best if I email Lori and ask her or yeah, you know, what would be the best tell her what you want me to say. Tell her what you want me to say and I can, I can take care of it for you. Okay, cool. Well, I'll go ahead and send All right, and... Jay, I got to go, man. I've got another interview on Sunday. Oh, no problem, man. Before, so I've got to. I got to get over there to it, buddy. I appreciate it, Jake. Thanks so much, Kevin. Have a good day, brother. Okay, you too. God All bless. right. All right.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.